It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. Bye, Steve. Drip Steve came and visited with us. He was all excited to pick up his cell. Never mind. <laughs> Calvin forgot. Sure. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, just giving Calvin a hard time. 210-308-8867. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road on a, a day that can't make up its mind on yeah. what, it, what it wants to be. I saw some sun coming out a while ago. Yeah, we had sun. Okay, so I left the house, and it was warm but cloudy. Yeah. And then it got cool and windy. Now the sun's trying to break through. But <laughs> You want me to get the weather forecast for today? I know. It's going to clear up later on. Well, but all, all of Milton's 30%, 20% rain? Yeah, no, 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 that's the thing. So I thought about this yesterday. Actually, <laughs> when Jerry went, <laughs> we didn't get any rain. But when he went, hmm, we got rain. So the 40% chance of rain where he went, hmm. <laughs> which was Thursday and Friday, we actually got rain. I don't think, did we get it Monday or Tuesday? I don't know. It seemed uh, like it was wet the whole time. What uh, was What was the, uh, do we have an official count from the well, airport? No, I don't no. know. Oh, yeah, well, we got an official an count from Less than half an inch. For uh, the... Less than half an inch? Really? Yeah. Seems well, like more. For the whole month, we've only had 90.94 oh. inch. But I we had... Uh, uh, six tenths for that first period, and then we, then I had five tenths of an inch those three yeah, days. Yeah. That second period. All right, we're gonna go right to the phone lines at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Randy, you're our first caller today. Uh, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We'll treat you extra special. What's going on? <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, so I took possession of about thirty anthurium plants. They're in four inch pots but they're in pretty dire straits. So they probably 60 to 80% of the leaves have some degree of yellow or brown. And so I've got, I've got basically four questions looking to take these from go line to go line on pruning all the way to my final plan for these. You might ask you all four questions right now or, or ask you the first question and kind of roll through this. Yeah, well, what was the plant you were describing? Mount Milton's anthurium, right? Yeah, it, it, it's the anthurium. Those with the uh, the real waxy leaves with those little red flower heads that have that. Yeah, that look thing. artificial. Yes, yeah, they do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, my first question is: Can they take heavy pruning? Like I said, they're pretty beat up, um, and so in um, some of these, basically, there's nothing left on some of these. You know, it's thirty percent of leaves. So can they take heavy over, is there an over-pruning danger on these? The dead part of the leaves shouldn't hurt them if you take that off. Right. Okay, all right. You know, there's like some stems with no leaves, you know, like a four to six inch stems with no leaves. You know, or they're, yeah, they're I would. really 
Any, I, w- I think I'd be conservative about anything that was green still and leave oh, okay. it. Oh, okay, okay. What, what, even like a stem without a leaf on it? Right. Yeah, These are yeah. Really- Oh, okay. Cause they, okay, so still yeah, yeah, because they might they get probably got some buds in there someplace. Okay, okay, okay. No, that's that's good. Okay, all right. Let's see. On um, so my revival strategy, um, I, you know, I want to repot this, and I, I've done some research. I know that there's a real danger of overwatering with these is one of the biggest issues. Um, so looking for a kind of a repot strategy, and also then a revival strategy. Uh, oh, sorry. Ultimately, I want to take these things outside. And so, but I know we're still in some cold weather in front of us, so it's my understanding I can't take them out right now, so I just want a kind of a revival strategy. So I take them basically in, you know, kind of give them some TLC in an indoor situation with good sun. I think so. Yeah. Okay. uh, Yeah, anything below 40 is going to, I think, I. Heard them and, and they're they're stressed. Sounds like they're stressed and temperatures oh, yeah. going up and down. I think the if you could be uh, if they could get uh, in a stable uh, weather situation or stable temperature situation, they'd okay. No, have no a that sounds chance. good. Okay, good, good. Yeah, no, I've got a place where I can take them upstairs and, and just uh, kind of give them some TLC and then kind of nurse them back to health. Um, how much so how open? much light do they t- need? They're, yeah. they're, they're, are they a shade lover? It's my understanding that uh, they like a lot of they like a lot of sun, but they don't like direct sun. Oh, okay. So, 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 so just a bright. Yeah, morning sun. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. So ultimately, my plan is to bury these in my backyard, which is heavily shaded. You know, doesn't get any west sun at all. Um, you know, so basically, my overall plan is to put them in my backyard. Um, for, you know, basically during the, the warm months. So ultimately, you know, eight months out of the year or so, roughly. But then I, I you're know... Gonna leave, okay. You're going to leave them in pots? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Um, okay. Yeah. And then ultimately at some point, you know, it's come October or, or so once it gets, you know, we start looking at, you know, Mid forties, low forties, or so, where we're seeing a lot of those nights. Then to ultimately pull them back inside for, you know, four months or so. Yeah, I think that'll work that's for all... you. Okay, all right, okay. But basically, it seems like, as I understand it, you know, for a good eight months out of the year. I mean, once it gets to, you know, March, April, or so, I should pretty much be able to keep them out there, you know, well into October yeah. or so. And, right. Uh, uh, just as long as I'm not putting them in, you know that they're not getting again. They won't get any afternoon sun. So yeah, I think yeah, uh, that plan will work. And just watch okay. the March. You know, we occasionally get a freeze in March. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you, you okay? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, I've read some different things on temperatures. Um, I mean, I know you know their sweet spot is I understand is like sixty to ninety or so. But I mean, you know, they're not going to. It's my understanding that you're not going to kill them if it gets down to, you know, 45 or 50. They're just not going to be real happy. Yeah. But at a certain point, you know, like you said, it's my understanding that once they get to, you know, low 40s, and you don't want to expose them to that at all. Is my understanding what I've been reading. Right. I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, that's, that's a good game plan then. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good so luck. I'm just going to 
I'm going to just kind of revive them and, and keep them, uh, you know, make sure not over water and, and let them sit upstairs and for a couple of months yeah. or so and then put them out there. Okay. Why do you Why do you love these plants so much? Why, uh, honestly, why shouldn't he? Uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, honestly, I've never had them before at all. It, it just had this opportunity that showed up where, um, you know, about 30 or so plants that were pretty distressed. Um, got them for a song. And, there you um, go. And, and, instead and so, of instead of a a puppy that needs a home, you yeah, got to them that needs a home. Yeah, I can leave these for the weekend. You know, <laughs> not worry about <laughs> the house getting torn up. So, there you uh, go. Hey, there it is. Keep us so, keep us informed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, I, I know they're kind of highly coveted Morris indoor plants, but um, mm. you know, I, I just you know how it is and in the backyard when you get a lot of shade. It's just hard to really grow grass, so it's like, okay, let's just go to kind of a big garden bed and kind of drop them in there and, uh, you know, mix them up with some other stuff. It's my overall cool. Will you keep us informed? Will you kind of tell okay. us how? Okay, yeah, right. yeah I'll, I'll definitely definitely do that. Okay, appreciate Thanks, the advice, Randy. guys. Thanks so much. You I bet. love your show. Thanks. Thanks. Don't be naming them, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deal. Let's see there. And they will... They won't come when you call. They're twenty yes, at thirty. There are twenty six letters in the alphabet. <laughs> yeah, you could name. All right. Thanks, Randy. Thanks, appreciate it, guys. You take care. Bye. Bye. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah. What were you watching? What were those? Oh, but turkey vultures. Oh, turkey vultures. Okay. Um, but I was thinking we. Uh, we got a request from the gardening volunteers of South Texas to alert everybody that the event. Yeah, thank you. Is not <laughs> is not going to be held uh, there uh, on Monday. Yeah, the yeah. gardening essentials class, which would normally be the third Monday because of the uh, holiday, the Martin Luther King holiday, uh, is not going to be happening tomorrow. But February is just fine. February yeah. will still be the, th- the third Monday. Yep. That's okay. What they said uh, so far. Good. Okay. Uh, and then what else was there on the sheet? That, uh, oh, they, oh, they talked about the landscape design schools. Yeah. 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 I didn't I didn't copy all the... He gave some links to some other activities. March 7th and March and May 30th are the landscape design schools. And they're all at the botanical gardens. Okay. So you go, I think if you go to the Gar- uh, Garden Volunteers of South Texas... Website will make. Yeah, gardeningvolunteers.org. You'll get all the info. Hey, speaking of uh, getting info uh, and giving uh, back to the community, a uh, reminder next Saturday, back here at the nursery, uh, I interviewed uh, one, I interviewed the folks with the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center yesterday. We hope to have them call in. But yeah, they, blood throughout the nation uh, and San Antonio is pretty much critically low. Um, I mean, it is, it, it's an emergency situation. There are blood drives going on all over, including Millburgers next Saturday starting at 10 o'clock. Uh, he, he advised me the same thing I tell you. Uh, he said, tell your listeners to go to the website, website, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website, and they can um, make an appointment so they can get in quicker. Uh, and plus that tells them how many buses to bring here. So let's see if we can't rise to the occasion and uh, beat our record. Um, but, yeah, go to com for more info. 
Uh, but, yeah, it's coming up next Saturday from 10 to 2. Really easy to do. Uh, you can do whole blood. They'll probably have, be having a bone marrow registry, uh, which was really fascinating, too. And then David Rodriguez will be here, speaking of information, giving you information on shade trees and uh, varieties to choose from, answering your questions, how to grow them, best practices. That's from 10 to 11.30, and that's free. And uh, so... Um, so you don't want to get it mixed up, the bone marrow and Dude, David Rodriguez. Don't give blood to David. Yeah. <laughs> don't give anything to David. <laughs> if you feed David, he'll he'll just he'll just hang around the house longer. Okay. Yeah. Just, just, just I know he you know he you you want to help out and he looks so kind, but don't do it. You'll just you'll never get rid of him. No. I miss our lady that we used to interview all the time over the blood. Yeah, bank. Natalie. They may have her call tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> she still volunteers for them. Oh, does she? Yeah. Okay. I told them yesterday. She does a good interview. I, You know, it's funny when you make a joke and people look at you like you're serious. <laughs> I said, you know, the thing with Natalie, I think it's Natalie, uh, but she was so shy. She really didn't like to be on the radio at all. And their eyes just got really big. Like, what? Who did you interview? And so then I said I was joking. All right, 210-308-8867. In the meantime, you give us a call. Let's see if we can help you like we hopefully did for Randy. Uh, 210-308-8867. Taking a look at the weather forecast. Uh-oh. This afternoon, currently it is uh, 66. Yeah, 66 degrees. It's windy. A little yeah, bit windy. a little bit windy. We're getting, we're getting windier. Uh, winds out of the north, yeah. 10 to 15 miles per hour with gusts as high as 20. Wait a minute. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> high today, so only two more degrees for the high, 68 for the high. This evening, mostly clear with a low around 40. North winds around 15 miles per hour with a gust as high as 20. Yeah. Okay. Tonight. Yeah. That means it won't freeze. Okay, good. Uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high near 58, so cooler tomorrow, 10 degrees cooler, a low around 37. Uh, Monday, MLK Day, uh, sunny with a high near 57, partly cloudy. Uh, oh, well, that actually sounds like it's going to be a real nice day with uh, northeast winds around 5 miles per hour. But if it's sunny and 57, oh, it, should, yeah. it should be a nice it's day. A good day to march. Yeah, partly cloudy with a low around 39. So finish your activity soon. That's getting cold. All right, here we go. We're going to put these to the Jerry test. Tuesday, slight chance of sprinkles between 7 and 1 p.m. Then a slight chance of showers after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy. Uh, Chance of precipitation, 20%. We don't care about no sprinkles. Okay, so Tuesday you, you don't go for it. No. Okay, now listen to Tuesday night. Give us your opinion, Jerry. Okay. Slight chance of showers. Uh-oh. Then showers likely impossible. A thunderstorm after 7 p.m. on Tuesday night. Cloudy with a low around 44. East wind around 10 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation 60 percent. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's what it says. Oh, oh no. That's uh, <laughs> a different wind direction. East. Yeah, east easternly. Wind. Yeah. So, so it might be. Uh, it might be actually uh, some water. Uh, showers likely Wednesday, possibly a thunderstorm, cloudy, high near 57. East-southeast winds, uh, 5 to 10 miles per hour, chance of precipitation, 60%. Which day? Oh, oh man. <laughs> Which days are those? That's Wednesday. And then Wednesday night, still chance of uh, showers, chance of 60%. Actually, it is 60% chance of rain. 
from Tuesday night to Thursday night. You think you think they might get one of them right? Man. We're going to find out next week. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you. We'll find out as early as Tuesday. There you go. All right. So guess what? I, guess what I saw coming in the front gate when I was parking. Me? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, uh, somebody had a Christmas tree tied oh. on the, no. their car, <laughs> and they had, they had removed the uh, the. The, all the ornaments. The, uh, yeah, the ornaments and all the uh, tinsel and stuff. The 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 stand, the oh, okay. t- t- uh, tree stand, and uh, they had it tied on the top of their car. So and just we're wheeling right along. Yeah. Well, I've, you know, we they, we had a uh, yeah. And so they're going to get a twenty percent off. Yeah, uh, gift certificate used to the end of March, I think. I'm trying to remember when the last day is on that. If it's not, it might be today, it might be tomorrow, but Trace is really pretty cool about that. So yeah, yeah. We had just a, bring it in. We had a brush uh, pickup, and a lot of people put their trees out for oh, as okay. part of the brush pickup, too. But they didn't get a, they didn't get a, uh, a gift certificate. I, d- I didn't think they did that anymore. No, they the, didn't. The pickup Christmas tree. They sure did. Yeah. Well, this was just brush pickup, so... Like the oh, uh, okay. like the Ligustrum that I chopped yeah. down. That, oh. Yeah, that that found a home. Hey, uh, 210, and I'll, I'll t- ask you another question about that in just a second. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. we got more coming up in just a moment. 210-308-8867. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 in Bullfrog. Sun's out. Yeah, it's, it's in the wind. <laughs> well, the wind is still, it's still yeah, it's a little still, gusty, but not bad. kicking. All right, back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, Millburgers work so hard to make sure that you have a great gardening experience. That's why they have the free adult gardening classes. And there's actually two this month, last week's and the one coming up on January 25th. And this one is going to be on planting shade trees. David Rodriguez will be a part of it. And like I said, last one was very, very popular. So I want to make sure you mark it on your calendar and plan to be over at Millburgers to enjoy this great workshop on planting shade trees and maintaining them. It's from 10 to 11.30, and it's absolutely free. Go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. And then if you can, that same day, it's Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive from 10 to 2. Blood is in critical short supply, and we need your help. So come on out and donate blood. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. Learn more at millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. Another bride, another June, another sunny honeymoon, another season. Another reason for making movies. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The Lot answer. The uh, according to the interwebs, this day in music, the first jazz concert was held at Metropolitan Opera House in New York. 
performers included Louis Armstrong, Benny Goodman, Lionel Hampton, Artie Shaw, Roy Eldridge, and Jack Teagarden. So a little Louis Armstrong for you. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I think it was on this day, too, that Louis Armstrong recorded Jeepers Creepers. So if you've got little creepers in your house, <laughs> this, this is called Pushing Too Hard to Make a Segway. Little uh, creepers or it, creatures? Creepers or creepy creatures like roaches or scorpions or fleas. I or thought he was ticks. talking about my little West Highland Terrier. There. No, those aren't creepers. Those are nice little animals. Now, these are the animals you, everybody would like a Westie. Not everybody likes roaches. Some do. We don't know what to say about them. But Well, we had some if, company and the, yeah. they wanted to go for a walk with us and I gave them uh, my best behaving westy of course she did not behave oh, well. oh, no. <laughs> we, well, we spent the whole t- trip untangling each other oh dear well, listen to get rid of those insects and bugs you don't want or even rats and uh and rodents that get in the walls or up in the ceiling oh, uh, cool call, raccoon yep called spider-man termite and pest control spider-man termite and pest control and uh, according to Spider-Man, we talked to Warren Remy the other day, and Warren was saying that they're noticing a lot of things because of the weather uh, that normally would not be active this time of year are still active. So if you're being bugged by them and you want to know what to do and you want a business that's going to take a holistic approach to it, uh, not only kill what you've got problems with, and they can do, they'll show you treatments that they can do that are organic and that some of them synthetic. And uh, But they're going to look and see, okay, why are you having this problem? Can we fix that for you, too? And uh, that's, uh, that. you know, the biggest frustration people have with pest control is that, well, they sprayed, and then, you know, a month later, the, the things were back. So 210-656-3721. Did I remember right? Uh, he he uh, said also they were even apply a horticultural oil for scale. Yeah, he sure can. Yeah. He said they were doing that. Yeah, that that might be uh, yeah the something folks that. want. Yeah, so if you've got scale and you want a treatment, Warren Remy and Spider Man Termite and Pest Control can help you with that. Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one or go spidermanpest dot com go spidermanpest dot com. James is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh-oh, is James there? Can't hear him. No, we don't hear James. All right, well, I'll put James on hold for a second. Then. Or at least put Louie back on. The- <laughs> yeah, just more Louis Armstrong? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get back to the show, and uh, James, we'll, we'll see if we can't catch up with you. We're having some trouble getting you on the air. 210-308-8867. As I was walking up to to the show here, I checked the blue bonnets out. Yeah. They they don't have as many as they did when they started. (laughs) And he's ordered once or twice. But uh, there are a few red, white, and blue blue bonnets available. Still available here at Millburg. All three colors. Yeah, all three colors. And uh, so if you want to plant a design, like we planted a Texas flag on a, uh, and we've got pictures of it on plantanswers.com in the, in the information or topics of the month section, 
but uh, you need to get those in pretty soon. You know, we we think about blue bonnets actually blooming here, the wild ones, in March, in the first part of March, first of the middle of March. Of course, they start say, down south earlier, but uh, they we usually say uh, transplants up till uh, first of February. But the longer later you plant them, the smaller the plant they will develop before they bloom. And once they start blooming, they don't uh, have any more. Uh, they don't have any more plant growth. Uh-huh. So you you get a kind of a kind of a, a weak bloom if you if you wait too late to plant them. Hang on to that thought a second. Did you want to come on the air and ask your question? Is that okay? Oh, plant ID? Um, well, come on up. I don't know if the guys can see it. Here. We're looking for an ID on that. Can you can you help somebody? Here you go. Here, do you mind coming on the air? Or if you'd, if you'd rather not, that's okay. Uh, just, just talk to Jerry a second. Well, we need to. Oh, What's uh, that? Here, I, was, oh. I think we need some. Uh, where, need, where, where, where did you find it? Bottom line is this well, is off the plant in front of my house. It's a, from a plant. Well, here. Well, here. Yeah, but now I have dead air. So you talk to Jerry. And we're going to talk to James about a Purple Martin question at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, James. Welcome back. Sorry we lost you. What's going on? Um, it, it's getting towards spring, and i uh, going to be here in just a little bit, and everybody's all asking questions about the Purple Martins. So... What I do is, is I tell them to go to the Purple Martin Conservation Association on the on the web, and they'll answer any Purple Martin question on that uh, Purple Martin Conservation Association website. And then they also have a um, they monitor the scouts as they come in through South Texas and and through the United States. So you can you can see where the scouts are during the season. If you're anticipating them coming to your area, you can look on that website, and it'll tell you what's going on. Are they the place that has the uh, the, the webcam, too? That was kind of neat. It was a nest cam. Well, I, uh, I, I had it in one of their brochures a few years ago. But I, I don't do the computers, but I think, it, I think it'll be on the website. They had a nest cam. That you yeah. can plug into your television. Oh no, no! I mean, it wasn't something to buy. It was something that you could watch. You could just so uh, you go to it and you click on it. it. Was a live nest cam of a purple martin house. So you're actually know. inside. I, yeah, I don't he doesn't do, do the computer, computer thing. so oh, okay. I, I don't know. But they they've got. They used to yeah. sell a little camera. Yeah. Very cool. Well, you know, they, thanks, James. They uh, they could have have that going on right now. I'll go find if out. They had a sparrow no. can. Oh, jeez. <laughs> James, yeah, why did you? <laughs> they, they don't want you to, to to be a sparrow landlord. They want uh, you to be a purple martin landlord. Oh. And, and James, man. do you do purple martin houses? Yeah, we've been doing them for like ever. You know, Mom got us all started way back in the day when when we really didn't know what we were doing. But now it's uh, it's got 
a whole lot of fun, and, and there's all kinds of information on the do's and don'ts on the website. So, uh, you know, you guys can get started with some houses and have all kinds of fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Have you ever seen a little baby sparrow? Oh. How cute they are. Well, You're not what we win, do James. is we, we trap the sparrows, and and they're not appreciated in the purple martin. Um, uh, oh, but they love it. Well, they're going to have they're. to love the compost pile because that's uh, what they use. Oh, okay. All right. This is it's getting it's getting mean to the sparrows now. James, uh, yeah, it's uh, the Conservation Association is purplemartin.org, and I'll look yes. and see if they have the cam going. All righty. Thanks, James. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Check them out, man. Yeah. You take care. See if you can find a sparrow. Uh, if you're not on, you take care, James. 210-308-8867. Um, also, the, the folks at Wild Birds Unlimited um, can help you, too. And they have some products. Millburgers can help you. Uh, they have products that will help you as well. But, yeah, but the uh, all those resources generally get people that are talking about it. So they're talking about the local part of it. Well, the botanical garden oh. usually has some events yeah, too. They, where, they you know, when they big. put the house up and when the first uh, birds are there, and they, so that's kind of kind of a fun deal. Yeah, David Rodriguez uh, and the children's garden they have a big martin. Uh-huh. So uh, on purplemartin.org, by the way, there's only the two, 2019 nest cam and there's just a little sparrow crying. Well, in the nest cam. Yeah, I was. The, See, you know, they could be looking at sparrows right now. The martins aren't. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll get waiting for those stupid martins. I don't think the sparrows are are uh, inclined to be laying eggs. Oh, right they're now. not nesting. Uh, but they're they got they'll house and and shelter in the in the houses. Yeah. All you got to do is if you, you know your little blocks. Yeah. Fall down and I mean. Fifteen minutes. There's a sparrow in there. You mean they're they're like the low flying birds? They're getting out of the weather in that. They're, they're protecting themselves in that in that house, Calvin. They seem to be, yeah, trying to. And, and this is the guy that wants to put out bird feeders and water and everything else for the birds. I don't know. But he, yeah, he won't provide shelter for the sparrow. Well, the problem the problem is of course if the English sparrows are encouraged, then a lot of our native birds do not have an opportunity. They can't compete with the Yeah, why do you hate the native birds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the native the native birds have kind of the their niches and everybody there's room for everybody when the English sparrows kind of take over seven or eight of the niches. <laughs> and, you know, our other birds don't have a chance. Well, they're just trying to get out of the cold. And welcome back to Sparrow Talk. <laughs> 210-308-8867. We interrupted your your blue bonnet thing to help that man out. Were you finished talking about the blue bonnet? Remember, we all, most of us came over from England, too, to settle America. Now, who's, who's, those are not the right statistics. Yeah. Just, just, just so let's focus on the blue bonnets and, oh, okay. and then what the man asked you. But so, anyway, you anyway, the, anyway, it's... Uh, what was, what uh, was it? They, they, they've got a few... Uh, uh, they've got a few blue bonnet uh, 
few blue bonnets left. Yeah. And what I'm uh, told is that uh, we're the only nursery that have the red, white, and blue blue bonnets. Now, yeah, do you have you, to protect that from the feet? Guess, yeah. guess, guess what? Uh, What's that? Guess, guess what? There are more transplants left of what color? There's more transplants left. Blue. Oh, I think he... No? White? More? Well, white. Really? Huh. Yeah, there are more whites out there. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, when we... When Burby's uh, down at a prior group, a bunch of whites, uh, they didn't sell well. Huh. And uh, what John Thomas does, uh, Wild Seed Farms, when he got white, is mix them in with the blue. And that's what the, the Murbys uh, and I finally decided to do, have a, have a patriotic mix, we call it, uh, of red, white, and blue. But uh, you can get some transplants now, and Calvin mentions it in This Week in the Garden. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about uh, that uh, when you plant plant these colors, these strips of, of different colors, you want to go back and cull or rogue, rogue. <laughs> or rogue the uh, See how he's, colors. He's such, a, color. he's such a savage on those blue blue bonnets. Yeah, but <laughs> he likes English sparrows, you know. Uh, <laughs> the... Uh, uh, we checked, uh, Dr. Larry Stein went around and checked uh, our plantings of, uh, uh, I guess we have red, white, and blue, come to think about it. It's not in the same planting uh, last Friday, and we direct seeded it. And so uh, he says uh, he went through and weeded it. It wasn't bad that needed weeding, but because uh, we used herbicide. That doesn't doesn't uh, hurt the uh, blue bonnet, but uh, does keep the hen bed and all that other those other weeds huh. at bay. And you That's use cool. direct seeding, and it doesn't it doesn't prevent the. Yeah. The, yeah. Well, after we put the herbicide over the top of the seed. Oh. And uh, we use a herbicide that doesn't act on the. Uh, I think you blue told. Bonnet. Yeah, yeah. I think you told us about yeah. that. Yeah. All right, two of the few that do. do you know, another, uh, we've got our hen bit and our uh, chickweed. Yeah. But uh, one, one of our other favorite uh, broadleaf weeds is coming through, too. I, all right, well, hang on to that thought for a second. Straw. We've got to help Mark out. <laughs> I saw that. At 210-308-8867. We'll get to more bed straw talk in just a moment. 210-308-8867. Hey, Mark, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Pretty good, thank you. What's going on? I had a quick question. I uh, I bought a uh, all-in-one almond tree, and I'm trying to see how to take care of it. I bought one. Uh, I bought a regular almond tree last year. And it didn't do too well. It uh, wound up dying. It looked like it had maybe some sun scald on the bark or something like that. And I was trying to see if maybe I, when I plant it, if I should put some kind of uh, inoculant or some kind of mycorrhiza before, underneath the root to help it uh, grow or what I could do to just no. better my chances. <laughs> Where did you no. get that all-in-one almond tree? 
It was at uh, Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Yes. Okay, almonds. Uh, the problem with almond and Dr. Laura Shreve uh, uh, used them or, or tried to get find varieties that would be uh, productive in this area. The problem with the almonds, you know, they're they're a peach. They look like a peach tree, and they have a fruit like a peach. The only difference with an almond is the seed of the fruit cracks open and uh, yields the almond nut. Now, the problem we have around here is that uh, this, the seed never never pops open and review, review, reveals the uh, almond nut. So uh, we, we've not recommended almonds uh, for this well, area. In Mark's case, it didn't get to that phase even. Had trouble with the. Uh, did you did you try to grow it in a raised bed or anything, or in our native soil? Mark, Mark, are you there? Okay, we I think we lost Mark now. Okay, <laughs> so that he that, gave it up. That's that's uh, all. All of those fruit trees can be relatively hard to get them. Uh, started well let's do this we'll take a break we'll come back maybe mark will call us back mark we lost you so please call back and then we'll talk about your bed straw right after this 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 more of Millburgers gardening south texas coming up live from Millburgers landscape nursery at 1604 on bulverde road where the sun has broken through and the clouds are beginning to go away we'll be back in a moment i'm milton glick with dr calvin finch dr jerry parsons more in a moment on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. You know, Millburgers work so hard to make sure that you have a great gardening experience. That's why they have the free adult gardening classes. And there's actually two this month, last week's and the one coming up on January 25th. And this one is going to be on planting shade trees. David Rodriguez will be a part of it. And like I said, last one was very, very popular. So I want to make sure you mark it on your calendar and plan to be over at Millburgers to enjoy this great workshop on planting shade trees and maintaining them. It's from 10 to 1130, and it's absolutely free. Go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. And then if you can, that same day, it's Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive from 10 to 2. Blood is in critical short supply, and we need your help. So come on out and donate blood. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. Learn more at millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. It was the summer of 1960 when, as a young girl, I rode the Rocket, that wooden roller coaster at Playland Park. Remember? It was off-Broadway across from the Buttercrust Bakery. You know, we took field trips to that bakery. I've never forgotten the sick feeling I had in the pit of my stomach when I rode that coaster. Gosh, it's been almost 60 years. Do you ever get that sick feeling in your stomach when there's a market drop? Will you have time to recover from the loss before you retire? The ups and downs of the stock market roller coaster could cost you thousands. I'm Robin Hoppus with Big State Financial. Let us show you how to protect and grow your retirement savings no matter what the 
market does. Call today, 210-373-6000, and let us help you ensure a comfortable retirement. Here's that number again. Write it down and call me, 210-373-6000, or go to my website. It's the name of my company, BigStateFinancial.com. That's BigStateFinancial.com. Next Thursday, you will be caught in an extreme flash flood. Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. Talk to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. Get started today at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt your love at the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Take 930 AM The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 930 AM The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 930 AM The Answer, download the app, and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 930 AM The Answer. While the politicians spin the truth, we bring you the truth. Conservative talk that you can count on. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Listen live using our mobile app through TuneIn, iHeart, or Radio.com. This is 9.30 a.m., The Answer. So we're having some fun uh, honoring something that happened on this day in 1944 for the first concert at the Metropolitan Opera House. Uh, that was Benny Goodman, by the way. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, I'm going to take a second also to talk to you about Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. I encourage you to go to the website because I think you'll find hope. Uh, if you have a deck that doesn't look good, you'll get to see some of the pictures of the before and after that uh, Barry has done. And Deck and Patio Care has helped uh, restore. Uh, they look gorgeous. And oftentimes it's just, you know, uh, resealing. They've got special processes they can do. Barry is uh, what I'm going to call a Deck and Patio geek. Um, so uh, I encourage you to go look because if you're not spending time out there, if you're not enjoying it because it doesn't look as good as you wanted to or... You know, being preventative, if you want to keep it looking great, call Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. As Barry always says, it really can look new again. And when you see these pictures, you'll understand why. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf, 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147, or online at deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. Dot com. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Well, I thought we would get our almond man back, but... Um, I, was, I was looking through the uh, our fruit listing. Yeah. And guess what? We have an all-in-one almond tree available here at Melbourne. Oh, good. Okay. At least it's listed. Yeah, well, and those are the varieties it's, they sell. It's described as number one almond for home orchards. This tree produces heavy crops of soft-shelled nuts with sweet, 
flavorful kernels. Okay. Oh, stop. Uh, hot summer required to ripen. Okay, well, we get hot summer. 15, 15 foot tree, very, wow. very winter and frost hardy, self fertile, 300 to 400 hours, chilly low. Oh. Okay. What? You, and I mean, uh, that's a claim, but. The cost is $45 a tree. Uh-huh. Okay. You can uh, buy a lot of almonds. Uh, well, they don't want to. They want to buy the tree. No. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Did we finish the hen bit? No, bed straw. You were talking bed about straw. bed straw. I saw, I saw the beginning of it in my front yard yesterday. Oh, no. And uh, it's low now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, it's light green. And it's low to the ground. And from I would back it out of in my car, and uh, it looks harmless now. Uh-huh. But a little later, later on, it's going to be out of control. Well, it uh, kind of told me that it was uh, really appreciated the fact that I weeded out everything out of the cut flower garden so to make room for the oh, for the bed straw uh, and, uh, <laughs> and especially didn't like all those larkspur that was growing oh, in there yeah. so yeah it's uh starting in the any bare ground that you got and a lot of a lot of landscapes have a lot of bare ground this yeah try uh are you gonna spray it i'm not, i'm not probably not gonna spray it uh it's in my cut flower garden yeah. Right now. And then I I just uh mow it and pull it and Yeah. It, it's right it's kind of you know it's it's easy to it's easy to pull and it's surprising uh how much you can get at a time. Oh yeah. But it does you're going to tell us about it responding to. Oh yeah. To the uh You you want to if you want to spray weed, it. Weed free zone. Yeah, weed free zone. That's the only herbicide that you need to use that doesn't harm your Bermuda or or your St. Augustine lawn and will get rid of all the broad leaves that are growing amongst the lawn. Now, I I was going to encourage you to spray weed-free zone among, uh, spray that uh, larkspur. You know where larkspur mm-hmm. growing with henbit? I mean, uh, uh, the grass, and see if it doesn't. I don't think it'll kill a hen, uh, larkspur. Uh, what about snapdragons and stocks? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it'll kill those. And uh, calendula. Oh, oh, you've got snapdragons coming up, all pl- planted in. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was bare. And uh, and the. Uh, Bed straw, it's just you know I pull a lot of the hand bit and it's yeah, laid out. Yeah, and the bed straw is just very happy <laughs> to fill in that space around. Oh yeah, especially around the edges. But if you got bed straw or any broadleaf weed growing among larkspur, I want you to uh, uh, get some weed-free zone 
uh, her, uh, that's a contact herbicide, weed killer, and spray over the top and see if it doesn't does not kill the uh, larkspur. Well, the the selling point, the the, the reason that we promote it a lot is uh, Jerry's had good luck with it, but and Trace likes it because it's uh, effective at a lower temperature. Yeah. Than most of the other broadleaf contact herbicides. Yeah, Trace found that out for us, and uh, you can't use Roundup uh, at this time of the year when it's so so cool, because it either doesn't work or works very slowly. But this weed-free zone, it's got uh, a 2,4-D in it, and it'll it'll take care of the broadleaf weed. So uh, I. And and the just as a reminder, it take it'll take care of your your flowers and broadleaf oh, plants yeah. too. So yeah. use it, use it on the lawn, but not other places. Right. Hey, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call. A reminder. That uh, next uh, Saturday we'll have uh, the uh, San Antonio or the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center will be here from 10 till 2. And actually they'll stay as long as there are people willing to donate blood. Uh, we have a blood drive coming. Millburgers is going to give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. Uh, so even if you uh, get rejected for some reason, and hopefully not. Um, but there's, and there's also a drawing, isn't there? Yeah, there is. So for everybody that gives blood, they're going to put your name in a hat, and Millburgers is going to give a uh, big gift certificate. I don't know the amount for sure, but uh, uh, to uh, to one of the, the folks that donated blood. The South Texas Blood and Tissue Center also has well, nice there. thank you gifts. What's that? You see that? Look at that little beautiful little goldfinch chair. Oh, right, right, right around on the. Oh, there. Gosh. Oh, okay. Anyway, so <laughs> here's my suggestion on that. They're going to be here at ten, but uh, go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and make a reservation or an appointment, uh, and uh, that'll get you in quicker. You can get some of the paperwork done. Well, the it also the makes it for easier for everybody else because they'll have plenty of equipment there. And, uh, yeah, no, no, have, that's right. They'll have room for the walk-ins too. The walk-in, so yeah, you're helping everybody because they're gonna they'll they know how many vehicles to bring based on that. So if there's a bunch of people that are wanting to do it, and it just it's it's a win-win. Uh, so go to uh, millburgernursery.com and they've got the links to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center there. Ray's on the line. We're gonna see if we can't answer a question for him before we go to the news. Uh, Ray, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Doing good. Got a question about uh, the blue bonnets that I bought there. I've got, um, I, I sort of planted them in kind of like half moon rows that are about eight inches wide. And, you know, due to the warm weather and the rain, now the Bermuda grass is starting to root up from the ground and come up around those blue bonnets. And I'm just wondering if post is a good control to control that Bermuda grass and yet not harm the blue bonnets. No. Why not? <laughs> no. There, there's nothing to, uh, you'll have to uh, hoe it out, you know, or pull it out. Why can't Why can't you just spray uh, uh, contact herbicide post for the the grass, the blue for the? Well, that's true. Okay, yeah. you could do that. Yeah. Wouldn't hurt the blue on it. I, I, I wonder if it's going to be active when it's so cool. Well, that's that's the the one issue. What kind of? Uh, 
how warm it's going to be. Won't hurt the blue bonnets. That'll, I, at least in my experience, right? It won't. Won't hurt the blue bonnets, but yeah, how fast it'll take out the the grass. But it will. Uh, it will slow do it a down. good job of stop. Yeah, slowing yeah. it down. And of course, yeah. the, this weather is not real conducive to. Well, and you just but you just described that it is in fact growing. Yeah, because they yeah. say Bermuda uh, grass. was saying it's going to get colder. Yeah, yeah. As the week progresses. So if you yeah, got if you got the post and uh, you could go ahead and experiment with it for sure. Is a is a Bermuda grass growing tall over the blue bonnets or is yeah, it just? That's what I was. That's what I was going to say. It's it's not re- around the sides about four inches from each side. I mean the grass is about maybe two and a half three inches tall, but it's brown and it's trying to turn green. And then oh, right, okay. clo- right close under uh, the blue bonnets themselves are the little shoots that are coming up from the roots, uh, which you know are only about half an inch to an inch high. So you know, yeah. I thought maybe if I try and stop them now while they're while those shoots are young, maybe I'll have a better chance. But I know post is a slow acting, and even when the weather's warm, um, you know, it takes a couple of weeks to really start seeing the effect of yeah, post. right, yeah. yeah. I don't think they'll that Bermuda grass will cause much problem. I've got okay. uh, even now that you mention it. I've got uh, I just weeded my uh, Martha Gonzalez roses, the mm-hmm. new bed, and uh, there was a lot of Bermuda grass under underneath there. Uh, you know, it's kind of in a sheltered area. Yeah, right. And uh, right. reflection off the the house and everything has warmed it up. So yeah. I, I was real surprised at the amount of Bermuda grass that was growing. And you're going to have trouble uh, with the grass uptaking that uh, the chemical because it's so small. Yeah. Well, and give it, give yeah, it, give you it need, a little experiment. Yeah. Okay. I would, right. I would, if I were you, I'd let it get a little, uh, see how much it grows. Okay. And if it start, if it gets over, it starts getting over the top of the blue bonnets, Sprayed with a, a fusillade product or a post or a, a grass be gone product. There's a high yield fusillade. killer. Yeah, right. It contains fusillade. Yeah. Um, so you yeah, you I planted would... you planted the red, white, and blue. Yes, I did. Good All for right. you. Yeah, you and keep, I, I just you want... keep in touch with us. I may want to come out and take a picture. It ain't much. It's like like two rows, half moon, about eight inches wide. I mean, it's it's nothing fancy in terms of a design. It's just uh, the color. That's the, all. Right. That's all right. It'll it may be the only one that has uh, Bermuda grass incorporated into. It. <laughs> well, Although no, I take that back. It's uh, got to be I'm a lot of them. The, I'm going for the grand prize of simplicity. If you have one of those, so <laughs> there you <Yeah>. go. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. All right, thanks. Sounds Bye-bye. good, Ray. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. I hope we get a lot of pictures of stuff. Yeah. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. we got to take a break for the news. Uh, but during the break, I'll go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center site and find out how the appointments are going. Uh, and, and by the way, again, what they'll do is if they see their times are filling up, 
they add another vehicle, and suddenly you can make an appointment. So uh, go over there and check it out. But, again, we've got the blood drive next week, and because of the situation, we want to make it a big success here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. All right, 210-308-8867. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number. We're live here at Millburgers, 1604 on Boulevard Road, where it's bright and sunny. We encourage you to come on by, and uh, you can ask your gardening question in person, or you can uh, give us a call again at 210-308-8867. So I have a question. You were very nice to that man a while ago. That I know. I didn't want to be on the mic. I've mellowed. You, you've got to uh, carry that over to uh, older ladies, Milton. It was just that one time. I wish I had She ran away. I wish I had a video of that. And she's uh, cut down on her visits to the psychologist. <laughs> yeah, so she's recovering. Did you have a question? Can we can we ask it on the air? We're actually on the air. You'll do you'll do. That's okay. You can just describe it, the guys. So just tell you what you got, so they can kind of answer your question on the air. All right, here you go. I'm gonna get you the mic. You'll be on the air. You want to pass it to these guys? What you got? What's going on? Uh, here, talk in the mic a sec, so we can hear you. You're on the air. Hey, I'm on the air. Hey. Okay, I've got a boxwood hedge in front of my house. Um, probably 30 years old. It's about yeah. 40, 42 inches high. And the Do you want to pass one to Calvin too? I'll, I'll pass it over. Yellow, and I get like voids in the boxwood. It's not a nice even. Straight cut all the way around. Okay, Mr. here. Uh, Jerry's giving that to you. We're passing the pictures back and forth across the porch. Just letting you know. Gosh. Yeah. Uh oh. About forty years old, huh? Thirty. Thirty. <laughs> what? What's? The, what's the question? Well, you, you can see over here. I'm getting yellow leaves on it. Yeah, but and I mean, it, is it? But it started out as every year. Full, do you get just a few and, yellow leaves every year? And, uh, just last year or two. It's brown on the tips too, right? Right. Well, we got dead, yeah some dead areas. How much how much pruning? Are you doing more pruning now than you used to? Um, no, two or three, maybe three times a year. Oh yeah, that's and a lot. And I probably should do more because it's not an even straight cut, you know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's it's at it's at that age where it's going to be pretty challenging to have you yeah. manage it any better. Boxwood, I always find it to be unpredictable. Yeah, and uh, if you cut it down like that, that requires uh, sometimes it kills it. Yeah, especially that's why we're asking about the age too. Right. If it's thirty years, you know, if it's five years old, you got more potential for new buds and everything filling in. So you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna think you'll be faced with some tough decisions. If I cut that real bad part down to like a foot or something like that, will it come back? I, I would guess no, but it could. I mean, you you might go so far as the gamble. Is this is this if you leave it, 
going to be acceptable to looking or should you cut it to where you want it and see how it performs i don't know jerry what's your prediction yeah i would say that if you cut more than 50 percent of it down uh you have a good possibility of losing the plant uh so the 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 I say I was going to say best option is to just replace it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I w- I would give it. I would cut it first. Okay. Cut it back in uh, February, in l- late February, and uh, don't just hedge it back. Go down certain. Go down the tallest uh, limbs, and uh, cut it beneath. Uh, you know, cut the tallest limbs back and you, in the foliage. Yeah, the leaves, you know, are just along the top or the outside all the time. Can I cut below where the green leaves are? Well, well Jerry's trying to give you a, kind of giving you an option there. If you if you follow down, you know, there's dead areas. You follow those down to the origin, cut oh, those, and if you if you follow down those with the yellow leaves down to the origin. Then what you got left is the stems that got uh, leaves that are healthy, and they may fill in. Right. That's what he's kind of looking okay. at. I follow you. Now, if you do a just a complete hedge and like you're talking about, bl- blow this foliage. That's not it. Not going to make. I don't think it'll make it. Okay. Uh, but you know, you just kind of you're kind of at that point. Uh, gonna gonna gamble, and this is how I'll gamble. If you do do it his route, you got to. A much better chance that it's going to come back, but it also is a little, little more labor-intensive. Right. Um, well, it's right at the front of my house where it's very visible, right at the corner. And um, so if I decide next year to pull it out and plant something else there, do I wait till the fall again, till like February, to do it? You could do it any. You can do it any time. Any time. Yeah. And replant it with a hollies. With holly. Some type of holly. Yeah, so like the what's door. What's a short holly? Yeah, Dorf, Dorf Op- Yopan Holly is. They've got a bunch of them just came in over here. Yeah. Okay, and it's called Nor- Norfolk? Dorf Yopan. Okay. See, see the shrubs over there? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. But, but you got lots of choices right behind there, the Dorf Burford Hollies, too. So. Okay. All right, good luck. Yeah. Well, good luck. Thanks yeah, for coming great. on the air. You did great. Thank you. And you got 30, you know, you got 30 years out of it. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah. Like, I did you, plan, right. did you plant them? No, but the funny thing was the developer planted them, and a couple of them. Oh, died, okay. And I bought new ones to replace them, but they, they must have been a different kind. Right, right. You know, different color green and everything, but. Okay. The developer, yeah, they, the developer planted them at my house, so. Yeah. So three uh, years 40 ago. years ago. Cool. Oh, okay. Cool. Thanks for coming. Good luck. All right. Hey, thanks very much. Okay, thank you. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So what's your question, Milton? My question is, so (laughs) we had brush pickup, and Laura and I got out there with our chainsaw in the backyard, and we cut down three ligustrums, and then I immediately, once they were down... Um, painted the uh, cut vine and stump killer on I them. I thought you were only going to cut them in half. 
No, Laura decided they look better going. Oh, okay. So we got we got three of them. That's just, that was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we had reached our limit. So, uh, but put the cut vine in stump killer. I think that was the right thing to do yeah. to make sure they didn't come back. Right after the cut was made. So how long before I actually notice they're dead and I can pull them out by the roots and because no, I didn't go down. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Well, do you, I didn't go do down didn't, that far. You, you, you didn't cut down that far. No. Because the chainsaw wasn't big enough. It, oh, was, okay. it was really meant for limbs. Because uh, <laughs> ligustrum is uh, pretty, if you cut it low enough, it, it really doesn't usually come back. Oh, okay. Especially not if you've used yeah. it. Yeah. Because I've had some really big ones that have cut down, and it is, you got to have a good chainsaw. And you get, yeah. But, but once they're down, they're done for. Okay, so. But then, then if then you'll have 55 new ones from the other ones that are in the, your neighborhood. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> There's so, the seed. Get, um, the, get the seedlings when you start seeing the seedling. neat thing is they pull up easy. I'm, I'm talking about from the neighbor's trees. Okay. Do they have deep roots? Or is Not necessarily. Or is it going to be hard to dig up the... No. So we can kind of reclaim that area again. Uh, let, let, it, let it die. In other words... See the the tree is basically dormant now. Oh, so it's going to be slow to die. Okay. What you put the stuff you put on there keeps it from the uh, wood from re-sprouting this spring. Okay. But uh, it'll take the roots a, a while to uh, rot and decay, so you can pull them up. So because of the weather. Or just in yeah, general, it's just so, a cycle. It just takes a while. Okay. What are you going to plant there? I don't know. It's 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 the first time that area has seen sun. Uh huh. So, I mean, was it a big stump? Oh yeah, and they. I, I guess this is common. It wasn't like that when I'm pointing to a tree that has uh, a nice straight. Uh, got lots of lots of yeah, lots multi of stem, multi yeah, stem, multi stem that came up. So it have this one that was you know. Oh, four inches in diameter, and then one next to it that was three. Actually, and... that's better for uh, dying because if I've got some that were this. Oh my gosh, uh, this big. So he's, he's showing me about and a, they, yeah, they don't a foot they don't and a half in diameter. They don't sprout again, but you can't really plant anything over that. that yeah, stuff. okay. Where your little ones, you know, if you can get them cut down there, they're they're going to be start rotting pretty quickly. They will, okay, they will eventually get uh, easy to pull up. All right. I'll, uh, but it's going to be a while. Okay. A while meaning six months? A six, while mean- six to eight months. Okay. Well, we'll keep cutting the other ones down. <laughs> Throw yeah. it in the back of the truck. we got to wait for the next brush pickup. <laughs> now, I did my, uh, I, I uh, pruned my peach trees, and I was, you know, all excited about taking the prunings out to the uh, front for the brush pickup. Then I got about half them out there and i said i wonder if those deer are going to come and just drag them all all those yeah peach cuttings they love peaches yeah i mean if you have a peach tree standing they'll, they'll <laughs> eat it down they eat all the stems and everything down to the stubs but the deer didn't the, eat the deer did not eat it they were much more there were a lot of brush around but they were much more interested in leaves leaves yeah were there anything that had green out there Hackberries, whatever it was, yeah. they were hmm. 
eating. Now, uh, who who did the application of the? I did. I you was, did the cutting and the application. Well, so we cut it. And the you well, you had to have a supervisor. Milton's doing yeah. the work. Oh, okay. yeah. Laura was supervising. Okay. Uh, and you did that, it no, pretty was, soon after the cut was. Yeah, made. pretty much after it fell. And okay. It, and we got it away from the fence. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and we're, we're we're pulling and trying to you know <laughs> so it doesn't fall uh, the wrong way over the fence to the neighbor's yard. The um, so you left a, a fairly tall stump, right? Uh, most of them, yeah, maybe two feet. That's good. Okay, and then okay, it came if, the mo- if they if those stumps reach sprout this spring, yeah, when the temperature warms up, yeah, you recut them and okay. put that uh, stump vine, cut vine and stump killer, cut vine and stump killer. Okay, on it. make another application on a fresh cut. Yeah, I had to do that to my yard. Oh, okay. In my yard, it's, hate, it's weird th- not to have them there anymore. I hate those tall sun. stumps, though. Do what? I hate those tall stumps. If you, <laughs> I don't know, do you have a mower or oh, run into th- run no, into I it's too tall. I can't run. In, I can run into it and hit it, but I can't run over it. No, I know, but you can. But, uh, yeah, his is in the flower bed, right? Yeah, it's uh, kind of. It's on the fence line. It was used as a. Uh, uh, what do you call screen? it? Screen. Yeah, thank you, a screen. So, but yeah, we'll have to finish that up soon. Yeah, uh, I can <laughs> I can take it to the brush. Yeah, well, wait, 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 and, wait and see if it resprouts. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? It's easy. No. Okay. Well, you can start off, and if you don't like being on the air, you can stop. How's that sound? Then you Is just throw everything on the ground and say, "I've had it." And no one can uh, see it. You can change your voice. You can talk real deep. Here, I'm going to give you the microphone. You can. That's true. Okay, you can talk real high. That, there you go. Okay. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Thank you. You're on the air. How can I help you? Well, I need someone to help me with a couple of trees back here. I need to know about them. Okay, what would you like to know? Price. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Okay. That, that we don't do very well. Can but you identify this tree? We can probably do that, but I'm going to move Calvin's. <gasps> That's okay. That's okay. You're fine. Calvin, can you identify that? Is that an oleander? I don't think it's an oleander. Oh. It came off a tree. Came off here? It's like a sucker. Tree at your, Not, house, at no, your house? it's outside a restaurant. Oh, okay. I've just identified to the entire world who I am. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> hmm. I pulled it off the tree because I wanted to know what it was because oh. I thought the tree was beautiful. Was it your restaurant? This, no. Des- oh, describe, okay. describe the tree a little bit because that, that's kind of an unusual looking. Um, Trace told me it was a Japanese U. Yeah. That's what, that was going to be my name. Okay. Yeah. See, Trace so is the, the man. So. She knows some stuff. Yes. Especially he, he knows those kind of Japanese. And I thought the tree was beautiful and it was huge. I don't know how long it had been there, but it was yeah. tall and thin. Well, not at the bottom, she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks. Okay. Yeah, thanks. See you today. coming by. All right. Well, that was quick. Yeah, and so better to go inside and somebody can help you. What's that? I got my answer and I helped you. Thank you. That's there nice you go. You. All right. Thank 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I was looking through the newspaper today and uh, looking at Calvin's article, and uh, 
I, I looked at Neil Sparrow's question. And do you know that that Niels Berry and Calvin Finch had the same same recommendation uh, concerning the paper? scale, huh? Con- concerning scale or which? Yeah, year? yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Neil says, "What kind of? Uh, got a question. What kind of spray should I use on my fruit tree during the dormant season? And what I, what should I use after they bud?" And Calvin writes, spray fruit trees and other plants with scale, insect infestation with dormant oil or horticultural oil to control the sucking insect. Uh, uh, people are having f- trouble finding dormant oil. <laughs> so I've got, you know, I got uh, num- uh, several uh, emails in that. You know, in. And uh, finally, I think uh, some of the nurseries and places are, when people ask for dormant oil, they're saying, well, we don't have dormant oil anymore, but we got horticultural oil, right. which is the same thing. Is that neem oil? No. It's not neem oil. Not neem oil. It's paraffin. That's good. It's paraffin. Paraffin-based oil, I think. Is that right? Well, at least the product I, I have. Works. Yeah, the product I have is uh, paraffin-based. You know, it suffocates them. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, I got to, I got to <laughs> appreciate <laughs> that uh, the problem with scale, and uh, Larry, uh, Doctor Doctor Stein, was just 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 uh, emphasizing what a problem it is for backyard fruit production. People yeah. just uh, people. Just leave the scale and leave the scale, and it's hard to notice sometimes. Well, and uh, it contributes to uh, the, the decline. Oh yeah, kills uh, them. Peach after trees. A while. Yeah, I mean you got enough stress on on uh, trees anyway from uh, bacterial canker right. and things like that. So right. you, you don't scale is relatively easy con- to control. So you need to to address it. Yeah, Neil says as for spring spraying, it will vary with the crops. Texas A&M University has good uh, good spray uh, guidelines, crop by crop, online. Peaches and plums are the ones people ask most frequently about. Apply labeled uh, fruit insecticides such as malathion when the flower buds are just showing color but for, before they start... Uh, to open. Now this is this that's is called a, pink bud stuff. Yeah. Now that's after, after the scale is. Yeah. After the dormant. Yeah. Oil. This is talking about the regular insecticide spray to, to keep the fruit blemish free. Yeah. And we were having a discussion the other night. Uh, all this warm, uh, you know, uh, low chill peaches and apricots. Once they get their chill requirement. They're gonna the first warm day. Yeah, we got some. They're blooming. We they're got gonna s- bloom. We've got some of the trees that are all they need is a hundred hours. Some of those will be already what? Uh, some of the some of the varieties that we've talked about, all it requires a hundred hours of oh, chill. Oh yeah, yeah, right. But I'm I'm wondering. Uh, we need to hear from. Was your were you a, had Florida King? And it's a low chiller. Yeah, but that didn't. And, and June go. Yeah, neither, uh, none are those, of a, Are those buds swelling? Not, not to any noticeable degree. Yeah. 
And see, with all this warm weather, that's a concern. Yeah. Now, my horticultural oil, too, I I have uh, snapdragons growing around there. Um, what else did I have? I had a couple other different. Or at least they don't seem to be affected. Good. That's affected good to know. That I, I've killed <laughs> annuals with dormant oil. And I sprayed uh, the citrus with the, the foliage on yeah. The citrus foliage doesn't seem to be affected by it at all. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can you can apply the uh, summer oil or dormant oil to citrus. citrus yeah. To, and and that scale that gets on citrus is hard to see. In other words, hard to detect. It's got even little you, you can have some some of the whites scale which is easier to see. Yeah. Like as on peach trees, that's pretty easy. But there, there's those little black uh, circles on the uh, foliage. Uh, you have to kind of look close. To, yeah, right. Just, just, once you've gotten used to identifying it, then you see it. But it's not the easiest thing to discover. Do you know what they call the uh, white scale on peaches, Milton? You know what they call uh, the name of that scale? Pe- peach scale. <laughs> White peach scale. White peach scale. Okay. <laughs> they had so many original that's, names. That's the, that's the official name. These namers don't, don't mess around. I don't know why I can remember that. I don't know why either. It's very difficult. <laughs> if you're spraying to you, if you got Eonymus, or you, know, you may as well check your uh, um, some of the uh, the other shrubs that you've got, evergreen shrubs, too, sometimes. Eonymus, oh, yeah. Eonymus always oh, seems absolutely. to have it. Yeah. But... Uh, some of the other uh, hollies may even have it. Sometimes. I think they come with that scale. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Uh, the you the next question will will be since y'all are promoting uh, dormant oil spray uh, is what happens when the when the buds break and the, and we have some blooms on the tree and we see scale. Do you spray or forget it? Um, generally, if I was if I was in a crop situation, I'd probably forget it. But I think uh, it, it depends on the situation how far the how far they're along. What Jerry's talking about is you'll, you'll get some injury with uh, oh yeah, uh, you get you get some blooms and buds. Probably knock them off. Yeah, so that's that's one of the most. Uh, so you're not faced with that kind of decision. You want to do do it pretty quick. Yeah, right. And the weather is this weather is perfect for it. Uh, so you get it sealed. Um, it has to be below. Well, it's going to be cold. It's going to be well, has to be warmer than forty five. Forty five. So we're getting to for those thirty seven. Yeah, we're going to have those thirty seven. Yeah, thirty seven. But so. So if you don't get it done. If you re- if the scale was really bad on a, say a peach tree, I think I'd take a chance on a little damage to it if and do it and go ahead and spray it. Yeah. If you just had a little bit of scale, you can you could wait for in the next year. But you can't. You uh, you'll have a a lot more scale the next year if you don't spray. Oh it. yeah. Spray hmm. it this year. Uh, hey, you say Spider-Man helps with that, right? Is that Spider-Man? Uh, I think has a. Uh, I think he spray, when yeah. he was talking to us yeah. talked about it. And Spider-Man or Spider-Man pest control. But the uh, in fact, you could uh, 
that could be part of a another package to deal with uh, some of the other, you know, some other pests you're dealing oh, with. Oh yeah, you may as well throw it in. Or, or I think he was talking about uh, pecans. Yeah, uh, wow. Now that's a more serious spray program. Wow. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. higher up. They're, they're so big, but that's uh, that's one of the only ways you can deal with uh, what's uh, what's the uh, insect that starts with P, Jerry. That phylloxera. Uh, phylloxera, yeah. Yeah, phylloxera yeah. and pecan. Yeah, that's how they treat and grapes. Phylloxera is uh, treat it with horticultural oil this in the winter time. But as far as bloom loss is concerned, if you if you wait, which we know people will, uh, if you wait, keep remind keep in mind what uh, Blueford Hancock, uh, the great horticulturist over at uh, Texas A and M, the guy that made one of the smartest decisions in in extension history, Melvin. Yeah. Well, no, Sam Connor hired me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, he used to say. I, he, uh, I guess he was going to say he got hired by Buford. Huh? Yeah, right. Uh, you only need 10% of the bloom to make 100% of the crop. Okay. Uh, peaches and pears. Thing. I think I mentioned, uh, well, I, I think my article next Saturday is on pruning. <laughs> and, I, and I said they're. Three to four times as many fruits on the, oh, the typical yeah. tree than you than the tree can usually support. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. And you're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Come on by like those nice people and ask your gardening question in person or just give us a call, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, Millburgers work so hard to make sure that you have a great gardening experience. That's why they have the free adult gardening classes. And there's actually two this month, last week's and the one coming up on January 25th. And this one is going to be on planting shade trees. David Rodriguez will be a part of it. And like I said, last one was very, very popular. So I want to make sure you mark it on your calendar and plan to be over at Millburgers to enjoy this great workshop on planting shade trees and maintaining them. It's from 10 to 11.30, and it's absolutely free. Go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. And then if you can, that same day, it's Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive from 10 to 2. Blood is in critical short supply, and we need your help. So come on out and donate blood. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. Learn more at millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. And 
and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer at Lionel Hampton, take the A-Train. And that's, uh, we're kind of doing a little musical tribute. Al was looking for some stuff to bring us back. And it was on this day in 1944, first uh, jazz concert in Metropolitan uh, Opera House. And Al is telling me his research says it's called the Esquire All-American Jazz Concert. Lionel Hampton was one of the performers. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Don't forget about the blood drive here next Saturday, 10 until uh, 2. Uh, Millburgers will give you a gift certificate just for going through the process. South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice gifts, uh, but blood is in short supply. Um, I think with the holidays falling the way they did, uh, and other things, um, there. Yeah, they've been talking about that for a while. Yeah, like Kevin and I heard it on. I've heard it on the radio twice. So they're still they're still trying to catch up. So this will be a great way to donate blood, and uh, Millburgers will give you a nice thank you for doing it, and you'll be registered uh, for a gift certificate, a big one. We'll find out from Trace how much it is, but. Um, yeah, so uh, go to MillburgerNursery.com for more details. And I did go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, so there are a lot of folks that are doing it. Looks like the 10 and the 1020 are full, but they'll open up again uh, if there are more people that want those uh, slots. So uh, go check it out at South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. I still think they need to put that suction pump on there. Draw draw. A suction on the faster. Uh, oh, so it's faster, so they move people. Yeah, out there. come okay. on, come out there. Well, if we have someone here uh, tomorrow or during the blood drive, you can bring that up again. <laughs> we haven't mentioned uh, several times. Oh. now that Charles is gone, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, don't I have on PlantAnswers.com the uh, reasons you can be rejected? Oh, I don't know. I think I'll put those on there. They used to harass me about yeah. that. Yeah, so I'm not sure your reasons are up to date. They, they change them and modify or them. Or they're, they're legitimate. Yeah, they may not even be yeah. legitimate. Please take this Well, source. maybe they need to give me that list so I can update my list. Well, you'll have to ask for it. Will but, you talk but, to them about it, Milton? No, I will not. <laughs> uh, but let me tell you that there are uh, lots of myths and misconceptions about what keeps you uh, maybe from being eligible. The best thing to do... It's just to come Saturday and go through the process and make the donation or try to. And the uh, point being that Millburgers, if you, for some reason, that's why Millburgers does it this way. So if you, if you donate blood, great. Then you get a $10 gift certificate. If you somehow they say, okay, because you're on this medicine, yeah. we can't do it. Bring a you list st- of your meds. Yeah, you still get a $10 gift certificate to Millburgers. So. Anyway, uh, that's next Saturday, MillburgerNursery.com for more details. Two, the, Milton mentioned the the medicines. Uh, that's one one reason that you might not give blood. And the, the other one was, uh, I think this is much less of an issue than it was 10 years ago, but the traveling. Yeah. I think they're just a big kind of uh, fine-tuned it a little bit on where which areas you can travel in the world without... Uh, bringing any kind of uh, threat uh, to the blood supply. All right, again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, Kevin's article in today's paper, Section B, My SA, in the San Antonio Express News, uh, Kevin talks about uh, some of his favorite uh, fruit trees. 
and uh, he, he talks about figs, and he talks about, uh, I was glad to see him, uh, they got a pretty pictures of blackberries on, on there, and uh, he talks about my favorite ones, and uh, two of the ones that uh, are the two that, uh, that Millburgers have, which is Brazos and Kiowa. Kiowa no. being my favorite. Yeah, some folks might be a little disappointed um, in that I, I'm not a real advocate of the uh, thornless. Yeah, I just I've tried good them. Good man. Seem like a, a, tried them all, and I just you have one good year, and then they they kind of they they get they're slower to to uh, reload their chemistry each year, and then after a few years, you're just not getting any new growth. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin says Brazos and Kiowa have thorns. That's an understatement. Oh. We used to get calls from people when we were used to. Uh, cow, I mean, Brazos was the only blackberry on the market as far as big fruit and things. Oh, like Calvin's showing his arms and the, <laughs> the scars. And, of- and, uh, and, uh, People would call in and say, I've got that Brazos beer that you recommended, but it never has any fruit. Got a lot of questions on that. I said, all I had to do was ask one question. Does, Does it, it have thorns? No. And they said, no, it doesn't have thorns. I said, it's not Brazos. No. Brazos rip your clothes off if you even look at it. <laughs> And uh, I, th- I think cow was just a, almost as bad. But you just got to know how to pick a, a blackberry. Most people just, you know, reach their hands in there and try to pick the blackberries when they turn black. Uh, but you you pick them with a stick. I wonder if, Milton, if we could do combi- the the blood drive and the, no, the, maybe the, so, the blackberry yeah. picking at the same time, you know. So you, you get you get somebody, you can get a spouse, but uh, get a friend, have, have, a, have your sprout be in a good mood and let her use the stick because the, the berries weep over. All right. And the berries hang down. So if you get somebody with a stick or end of a hole or something, to pick up the uh, uh, leaning branches oh. that have the thorns on them. Yeah, then you can. Then pick- you just pick the blackberries. That's cool. And never get stuck. Huh? But uh, people—that's the theory. All right. Uh, no, I've I've used that for years. Well, hang on to that. Don't go any. But don't keep keep holding on the thought. Beth okay. is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Beth. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Good. Good to see the sunshine. I have a question. I think Calvin may have, be able to help me more with this because I think he lives in a neighborhood that would have older trees. I have I have a huge 40-foot-tall sycamore tree, been here 40 years, that I, with all the leaves and everything gone now, I realize it has limbs reaching out over the roof, 20 feet or so. And I'm I'm going to be calling three people to come out and trim it. What I'm wondering, do they ever cut the limbs right off right at the trunk? Or do they have to go out a few feet and cut them 
if they go out a few feet and cut them, then if it sprouts out, wouldn't that? Yeah, well, they, uh, a uh, arborist won't won't leave stubs like you're talking about. They they always cut them at the origin, or you you know make sure they have a root collar. Yeah, so I they, mean, a, yeah. So yeah, so collar. that yeah, so that yeah. You don't want you don't want those stubs left. Well, that that's what I was wondering, and I thought <clears throat> if they do cut the limbs off right at the trunk, it's going to make the tree look strange with all of its north branches or most of them. Well, well, your arbors will look at it though. There may there may be the branch may have a, a place where the two 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 uh, sub branches uh, come out from that main yeah. branch, and there may be an yeah. appropriate place. It's amazing a, a good a good arborist can. Can kind of pick and choose. Quite often, yeah. you don't even. Most people don't even notice that the thing has been pruned. Yeah, right. You get the job that- done, and, and and it's they maintain the shape. Uh, and now sometimes, if you've got a really uh, structural problem there, they they may have to do some some cut like you're talking about. But usually, yeah, call them in if you got some arborist that has done well in your neighborhood. Call them in and. Yeah. Ask him yeah, to give you the estimate. Yeah, they yeah, have be... already done done a lot of pruning, oh, pruning for me on live oaks. Oh, <laughs> but okay, it wasn't good. just until recently when I was out away from the house and looking back at the house and I could see those limbs way over the roof and I thought, this is not good. You know. Yeah, uh, so, you need to get somebody that uh, that's good enough to take those limbs off without damaging your roof. That, that's the main thing I was concerned about was, and you you really just don't realize it's happened. It's just oh, like when yeah. you talk about talk about ligustrum springing up and then all of a sudden. And when I looked at these uh, limbs the other day after we had had a lot of wind, and I saw other trees really switching back and forth, you know, and then I noticed these and I thought this is not good. So, yeah, they'll but, they'll take the shingles off. Too. Yeah, the good the good news is, is though if you have to have a tree that's got branches over your roof the live oak is the is better than most of the other species oh, yeah. But this, so yeah this more, I think, and, I think you've, got, a, you've got the right plan we have a metal roof but anyway, <clears throat> so, uh, anyway so it's not like shingles blowing off but anyway it's just something I want to kind of get an idea before I call them I hate to sound I hate to put my preferences out I, no, just, that's I guess good. I just re- let let them tell me what what they would do, and that's why I thought, well, maybe Calvin already had had some experience in his neighborhood or something with situations yeah. like that. Some of the yeah. old neighborhoods that they have big old Arizona ashes and things like that, you know. Yeah, that, the, it's it's amazing that you, a good arborist will do that, get that job done for you, and it'll it'll look good, and you, you'll just be yeah. more secure and safer. Yeah, right. that's the main main thing. Thank you very much. I appreciate. Okay? You bet. We got, we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons back in a moment with Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, Millburgers works so hard to make sure that you have a great gardening experience. That's why they have the free adult gardening classes. And there's actually two this month, last week's and the one coming up on January 25th. And this one is going to be on planting shade trees. David Rodriguez will be a part of it. And like I said, last one was very, very popular. So I want to make sure you mark it on your calendar and plan to be over at Millburgers to enjoy this great workshop on planting shade trees and maintaining them. It's from 10 to 11.30, and it's absolutely free. Go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. And then if you can, that same day, it's Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive from 10 to 2. Blood is in critical short supply, and we need your help. So come on out and donate blood. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. Learn more at millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. It's Artie Shaw. Begin the begin. Oh, okay. But I'm sure Pete Fountain played it too. They both are. <laughs> yeah. He was on Lawrence Webb. Oh, okay. I know Pete from New Orleans. And yeah. Awesome. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. Do you want Al to find some good Pete Fountain music? <laughs> We can do that tomorrow. Whatever. 210-308-8867. Uh, we're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. And again, a reminder, got the uh, blood drive coming up next Saturday, 10 to 2. Uh, go to millburgernursery.com to find out more details about how you can support the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. There you go. Uh, I'm going to let Milton answer, the, answer this question. Okay, got a big old ant coming he, at you. He's talking about... Uh, Calvin, in the article's talking about uh, blackberries. All right. Uh, Brazos and Kiowa. Kiowa being my favorite. Uh, but he also talks about a certain insect that bothers blackberries. Oh. Do you know what that could be, Milton? Well, there was the something something bitter bug, and then there is it, was that, is it related to the stink bug? There, yeah, blackberry bitter bug. Okay. <laughs> I remember those. See, Milton, you can train him. He's uh, trainable. That was a pretty emotional experience as Jerry offered me all the blackberries I could eat in a container. It was full of these bugs crawling all over it. Oh, well, give them to your mom. She'll yeah, like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, Kevin writes, uh, some, some years stink bugs will invade your crop. Okay. Control uh, control them with by using mouth out of seven according to label instructions. I guess you'd spray them when they were green, right? The bears were green. Yeah, well, if you right. if you saw any stink bug on there, it's probably a good idea to. <laughs> and, you know, that that's one good thing. Generally, stink bugs get are pretty visible. Yeah, yeah. and so you get, and but. Uh, the issue is that if you do malathion or seven, 
um, they've got a usually got a waiting period, like forty-eight hours or something. Yeah, know? right. So those are, those are very safe insecticides, and very effective. Seven is very effective on stink bugs. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, seven still talking about them being visible, Calvin. The little ones are not that visible. The stink, little stink, stink bugs, bugs are not that visible. No. Are they, Milton? They were pretty visible. Because uh, sometimes you can eat one. Oh. But when Mil- Milton's package, the whole package <laughs> was, was moved. The whole thing was crawling, yeah. Well, I wanted to get plenty of bugs for you to see, Milton. Okay. Part of your education, Milton. Thank you. But, yes, yeah. uh, but the sad thing about it is, is when you, when you have a heavy stink bug infestation on the berries, they... Uh, you can't wash that yeah, bitter taste off. You can taste it. Yeah, you, you can, can taste, taste that bitter taste. Um, but, uh, you, you know, it's got to be, if you just got a few you've seen, that, that generally the bitter taste isn't the problem. If you got as many as Jerry was. Yeah. Yeah. It can be. He had more bugs and <laughs> more bitter bugs than blackberry. Let's, let's, I don't think you even gave those to your mother, did I you? I did not. No, I did not. <laughs> let's, I let's tell remind everybody, too, that seven... Uh, it's generally um, still. It, it's uh, they've taken. Uh, we talked about taking it off the market, but they they're allowing nurseries to sell the product that they have. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Was, I, last time I checked, um, Milburgers had some, and a lot of other nurseries still have it. So, so uh, it's. I don't want to say banned, but it's been uh, removed from uh, it's as a date when it's going to be no longer available on on the market. But uh, existing supplies are are being sold. So you know that seven legitimate. is has a lower LD fifty than aspirin. LD fifty is the wife when it kills uh, kills rats at fifty uh, percent oh. of the rats, Milton. Hmm. And a seven is safer than aspirin, basically, what it boils down to. I can't believe they just... And they use seven to thin apples, thin the apple bloom. <coughs> hmm. Oh, that's a, that's a bad one to lose. So you better go out and buy up your seven supplies now. And it uh, comes in liquid and... I guess they still haven't have dust. I haven't seven. seen. I haven't seen it, but I've seen the liquid. Yeah, yeah the liquid's good too. And uh, then he mentioned. Uh, Calvin mentioned uh, apples. Oh, he said, as harvest nears, the bird access can be reduced with a bird netting. Now that's a problem with thorny berries. Oh, you know. <laughs> You uh, you know you put the you put the uh, netting over, and then the uh, the uh, sucker sprouts. Uh, do we call those primocanes or yeah primocanes it, versus, yeah, versus floricanes come up through the bird netting, and yeah. then when you have to remove the old canes, which won't won't have any fruit next year, they only have fruit one year. You got a mess. Hmm. The good almost, news, almost have to. Good discard. news if you got a yeah if you got a f- f- 
the blackberries come early enough in the season, and if you got a big enough crop, yeah, usually it doesn't hurt to share a little bit of it. I with, never had trouble with birds. Yeah. Uh, if you just got a, if you got a, like your first year you planted them or anything, then then you might end up uh, giving up half of them. Yeah, birds will find them. You know, there's one main bird that gets those. Mockingbirds? Yeah, mockingbirds. They're they're deadly on uh, blackberries. Oh. Texas State bird, though, right? Yeah. Okay. For Tennessee and Texas. Really? Well, then we, yeah. there were a lot of Tennesseans that came to Texas. <laughs> uh, then uh, Calvin mentions apples. And uh, I'm looking through my... A deal here on apples, and Kevin uh, uh, talked mainly about uh, Dorset Golden and Dorset Golden. Yeah, but uh, we've got a lot of Mimberger uh, uh, sells a lot of different apples, uh, and there's some that are that have done pretty well here. Anna. Yeah, Anna and Gorset Golden are the yeah, two. Yeah, Anna and Einschimmer. And they also had Fuji, which is a high-quality apple uh, with only 350 to 500 chilling out. So that went by everyone. And then Gala, 300 to 500 out. Now, the, the, the issue I always have with those is that trying to get something that blooms at the same time yeah, is tough. yeah. yeah. And they've got Golden Golden Dorset, which is a, a I guess an extension added that to the to the menu several years ago. And it's, you know you know the chilling hour of the Golden of Dorset, hundred hours. It's a hundred hours. Boy, that's low. And uh, then you go back up to Granny Smith, <laughs> yeah. which is four hundred to six hundred hours. Now, and I don't know why they're selling Macintosh. Never will we produce a crop of Macintosh in this area. Okay. 900 chilling hours. Wow. What is, what is our average chilling hours here? Here? Yeah. Four to 500. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, they got Molly's Delicious. That's one of my favorite. 400 to 500. And got... Red Delicious. Now, the reason they put uh, some of those high chillers in there is for our hill country uh, customers. If you live up around Fredericksburg, but I don't know if Fredericksburg can handle 900 hours. Seems like a, a, a lot for sure. And and the reason they put uh, Red Delicious and Macintosh in there is because those are famous. High apples, uh, or uh, northern apples. Yeah. So people come down here and they want the same thing that they grew up. Well, north. they don't. Yeah, red delicious. They just that's the one people always. Oh yeah. Chewy, uh, bright red and uh, crunchy. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't turn bright red down here. Well, if you can get a, the fruit to be produced, even that's something. Yeah. we got a minute uh, to go. I want to remind folks, too, normally this time we'd be talking about uh, the uh, this Monday and the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas Gardening Essentials class. Uh, there will be no uh, class in January, so Monday the class will not be held. 
because the garden center is closed. So, but it's on again in uh, February at the same time. So you can go to gardeningvolunteers.org to learn more about that, gardeningvolunteers.org. And uh, what else? Uh, we need to bring up that David Rodriguez will be here next Saturday as well. We talked about the blood drive, but David will be here. Shade trees. Yeah, I've been focusing on shade trees. And uh, uh, go to millburgernursery.com to find out more about that. That's millburgernursery.com. All right, we're going to begin to wrap up. But you know what? We're back tomorrow, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Had a great show today. Lots of questions. Oh, Thanks to yeah. all the people that came by and, and agreed uh, to be on the all air. All the lesser goldfinches were there. Yeah, we'll have to look for them again tomorrow. All right, thanks to Al doing a great job with the calls and the music. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow on The Answer.